Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Listen, technology is great and all, but nothing beats sitting down to play a quick board game with your kids or your buddies, and Hoopsters is a slam dunk. It's got all the excitement and energy of basketball and the strategy of backgammon. And you can finish the game in 15 minutes. But I bet you won't play just one, though. Head to hoopsters.store to learn more. Good times. Okay, we'll do this in three, two, one. Cue coach. Welcome to the Wayne Gretzky episode, where we give our lukewarm takes on a Super Bowl three days old and most likely get it half right. Plus, we crown a new Pick'em champion, rants and corrections, a return to a very confusing coach trivia, and the meanest guitar riffs this side of the Olentangy. This is Sports Wednesday. there to get us started welcome to sports wednesday everybody sports talk for the medium fan as the coach alluded to in the up top that means we get the big stories right and the details wrong and often a little bit late that's cool <laughs> i'm cool though indie rock? Didn't that, was, was that not was indie, indie rock, rock wrong i don't know about indie rock indie rock reminded me of asia oh it felt a little bluesy to me all right bluesy opening all right let's <laughs> Let's continue to welcome our listeners, both of you out there. Uh, glad that you're here with us. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus. You'll hear my co-host call me BMOC. That's what that stands for, big man on campus. Haha, funny guys on Twitter. Not big mustache on crack. That's funny. These guys. Holy These guys. Cow. Let me let me tell you who, who we got on the show tonight. Uh, this is actually episode 99 of Sports the Wednesday. Episode. episode 99. Hey. I got 99 problems. This guy, this is, guy, he stood topless, chugging buds, three feet away from John Burkett. That's right. It's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. He throws a hell of a deuce. And I'm here to tell you, coach, I have got photographic evidence of that. Do you really? I do. Oh. We'll be going out on the Instagrams this week. Oh, I'm so excited. This other guy. That other guy. This other guy. For 97 consecutive episodes, he said he's pretty good when we asked him how he's doing. Will he make it 98 in a row? It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? Feeling pretty down today. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. So, uh, so a bluesy intro though was is that rep- representing this bluesy mood that you're in? Yeah, it's it's the doldrums. We're in the we're in February. I'm getting there. We are in February. Football's over. WNBA hasn't started yet. So who who's <laughs> who's John Perkett? Perkett? John Perkett? Who the hell's uh, that? Oh, uh, LBK. LBK. John Berkey Burkett pitched for the San Francisco Giants in great the nineties. He was good. He was good. Was a great bowler. And he's the first major league pitcher I saw from that distance three and feet away and went, holy th- shit. There's a difference. You, you uh, he's a major leaguer for a reason. Yep. Yep. I remember he made uh Alan Ashby 
stand up and pretend he was standing in the box. Yes. <laughs> he was just warming up and he's like, Hey, Ashby stand there. And Ashby's like trying to get on the roster. He's like, okay, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Right. Uh, Before we get into this lukewarm episode, let's remind everybody to follow us on the Twitter at Sport Wednesday and on the Instagram at Sports Wednesday. We got a topless coach picture coming out this week. This oh is the week God. to follow us. <laughs> By the way, I just want everybody in the world to know next week is our 100th episode of Sports Woo! Wednesday, and we are going big. We are doing we're doing every bit we've ever done back to back. It's going to be a six-hour show. Amazing. You can take but that next to Monday the night, which is February 10th, at about 9.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hop on the Twitter, hop on Instagram. We are live streaming the two-minute drill. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Unbelievable. We were going to do the whole show, and uh, but then we didn't get the studio, and then Urban Meyer canceled, and then uh, Coach was like, I've got to, I've got to practice my solo for this play that I'm in. So, uh, 9:50 p.m. next Wednesday, check us out. We're doing a little live. We haven't done a live stream in a long time. I think the last live stream was when we ran around the bases. That's right. For Encarnacion. So, that's right. So that's our hundredth episode next week. Then we're taking a week off while we while we uh, basically take the car apart and put together some new format changes for season three. You guys excited? Can't wait. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited yep. about the first half of this show. Mm-hmm. Let's kick it off, yep. Maestro. Yes, sir. <laughs> nice. No, that was that was tasty. Was that the ESPN theme song? I think it kind of ended up there. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. I'm pulling it out of it my was. Musket, I I, that sounded like it. So I would not call that bluesy. Is that accurate? <laughs> that was accurate. All right. All right. So I, I understand <laughs> that on 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 Wednesday. Yes. On Wednesday. Yes, on Wednesday. Uh, when people listen to this, right? These takes are going to be lukewarm. They're they are screaming hot right now. We are pouring the cup of coffee and it's steaming hot. It's just on Wednesday. It's going to be like a lukewarm Correct. cup of coffee. No, that's right. So we got a Super Bowl lukewarm takes. And here's the thing, guys. I, I'm not even saying you have to have one for everyone. I'll just introduce the category and then be like, I got one, and just shout it out. Okay, good. All right. All right. I like that. All right, so our Super Bowl lukewarm takes, you know, most people, after they watch the Super Bowl, they like to take a couple days off media. So really, listening to Sports Wednesday is their first chance to hear people analyze that game. We're going to be their first, the first word on Super Bowl for a lot of these people. So let's talk about the game itself. Kansas City Chiefs, once again, spot their opponent a 10-point lead, come back and win the game. Game went under, didn't go over. Yeah. 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 The over-under was 53. I don't know what you guys had to say. Coach, I know you missed the first half of the game. Maestro, how about you? What's your what's your lukewarm take for that game? Um, let me think. Do you have one? I don't know. I mean, it was I think it was pretty much the game I expected, I gotta say. I mean, it was kind of back and forth. Mahomes was showed showed his age a little bit. You know, it was a big stage. Made a couple mistakes, but pulled through at the end. Garofalo or Garoppolo or whatever, he uh <laughs> He showed his true colors. He's a uh, he's just a good looking dude that will probably play a couple more years, but he's he's through. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
That is a lukewarm take for wow. sure. Sorry, Garoppolo, you're, you're done. done in two years. Uh, San Francisco actually has the youngest roster in the NFL. People are expecting big things from them, but they they did uh, fluster Mahomes early. Uh, but once that she's figured out how to get how to push that ball downfield, that you just got the sense they were taking over. Yeah, once once Mahomes found that rhythm, I, but it, the thing is, like, I know that um, like San Francisco's defense, they were they were so good for so long, and then it's just like, were they exhausted or tired? Because then all of a sudden the whole the whole dam will, would like just completely was wide open, and Mahomes could do whatever he wanted for what the last when they came back and scored 21 straight unanswered points. Yeah. Well, you know, and in the first half, which you didn't see, they were getting to him and he was trying to stay in the pocket. And I think once he made the decision to, to do more with his feet, it opened that up. a you little. Know, he's, okay. He's, well, known I for, uh, he's known for having a super strong arm, but man, it seemed like he was under throwing everything last night. Yeah, he was not, he was not spot on. Uh, I will say this too. And, and I think it's very subtle, but Starting at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I feel like the 49ers started to play not to lose. Oh, prevent. Yes. You know, and, and their offense kind of got away. They were they were running really well the first half of the game, and that opened up the play-action pass. And then they got real predictable in their play calling, and I think that gave Kansas City sort of that breather they needed to figure it out. Now they did have a long pass play that was called back. I think that was kind of like – So I didn't – didn't- I didn't see that play. That was the one to uh, Kittles. Was it pass interference? Because they called it on Kittles. They did. It was on him. He uh, he had his hand on the defender's shoulder, and then he extended his arm. Oh. And that gave him separation. And it was a decent call. I mean, it wasn't super obvious, but I, I don't think you could argue against it and say there was nothing going on there. Yeah. I just although they weren't they were letting them play most of the game. They did not call a lot of penalties in that game. Yeah, and there were a couple that that. I mean, I, I don't know if you can call you, you saw him in slow-mo. Did you see the one where Garoppolo got completely punched in the face after he got sacked and they didn't call a hit to the head? Hey, yeah. Jimmy G shouldn't be hitting the head. He's got a pretty face. Nobody's touching his face. You know, that uh, that Kittle's call getting called back cost you 10 God points. damn it, I know it did. Coach, so that's where you lost our side bet. Uh I have one more lukewarm take, and it was Maestro, you know, talking about Mahomes showing his age really – the one person on that field showing their age was Richard Sherman. Oh. I love the guy, but he is he has lost a step. He got, oh, at the worst times too, he got burned. Yeah. So and they they would circle up there like one on one with Sherman, and then boom, Kansas City went there. He used to be so good. Yeah. The 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 key word there is used to. I like him, but yeah, yeah it's time so, for him to go. I I don't I don't like him. You don't like him? Why? No, I don't like him. You don't like him? Why don't you like him, Maestro? Because you guys like him. Oh. Oh. I, I liked him back in the day, and I liked his attitude. But you know, the the hard thing about being a cornerback is, you know, there's no twilight of your career. There's no designated hitter no. who can go play for when a you, couple. You know, it's like it's over. When you lose a step, you lose your job. Yep. So, all right. How about the commercials? Commercials. Mm. Lukewarm takes. Who's got one? Hey, everybody. I uh, the the Quicken Rocket Mortgage with uh, Jason Momoa is getting a bunch of like people thought it was weird or un- inappropriate or something. I thought that was great. I loved it. I know it. I thought it was. Just, I know he went. I loved he it. He went from Jason Momoa to me. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. It was funny. Yeah, it had that. That's it had it. that sort of uh, what was it? Um, Captain America sort of technology in it. Yes, where it's. Shrunk him down, and he's playing the sitar. That was fantastic. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Fantastic, everybody. How about you, Maestro? You got any commercials, lukewarm takes? A lot of bad ones, a couple good ones. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I like Bill Murray's and I love Groundhog Day. So I, I, I did kind of, I was a sucker for that one. And, and even, um, what's yeah. his name? The, <laughs> there's just lines, there's scenes from that original movie that always cracked me up. So it was funny. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have uh, just two notes. One, I thought uh, the Google Loretta one, that one got me uh, the first time I watched it. But then I'm like, you know, old people can't use technology. This is a, this is selling a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch that one because you said it had all the feels. So I got I to yeah, check I it out. All the feels. And then like the second time I watched it, I was like, uh, yeah. well, and you, were with your, like you were with your dad too, right? That's right. I was. Uh, okay. So that, uh, then you got all the feels there. Dad? Yeah. Ned and, I guarantee you, <laughs> and then uh, the other thing I noted is like, listen, I, I get that certain snacks are going to leave stuff on your fingers like Doritos and Cheetos. Yes. I just, why do they always bring that up and think it's a hilarious angle for a commercial? Because it's, 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 it's their fallback. It's the, I just feel like it's always a it's fallback. It's a low common denominator. Yes. That's what, that's what the Super Bowl is all about. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how you sell snacks. You get a cute little kid and have that kid shoot his or her parent. Yes, and like, steal their snacks. That's, that's your commercial. God damn it! That would be great. All right, let's go. I know Maestro's going to have a lot to do with halftime because apparently he watched the halftime show, then excused himself and went to the bathroom for ten minutes, and then came back and wasn't interested in the rest of the game. Ten minutes. Jeez. <laughs> I do. I do have a. Uh, a weakness for uh, half Lebanese gals. Mm. Shakira. Yes. Shakira. Well, what do you think of the show, Maestro? I know you're you're sort of an aficionado of Super Bowl shows. Am I? Well, you always have something interesting to say. Oh, that's right. You, you've 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 labeled me that guy. Um, yeah, you're that guy. No, I, I mean it was it was fast and dancey, and uh, I don't know. Just like he's not. Just, He's not the best in the business for nothing. <laughs> fast and fast, fast and dancy. That's what uh, that's what uh, Jennifer Lopez has made a career on, right? I know. Oh, Meister, did you watch any of the Super Bowl, Meister? If you didn't, it's okay. <laughs> so, so what do you think? Oh, I was fast and dancy. You know, it was just God. It was fast and dancy. But it was. They went. Yeah. It was like they they had medleys of their songs. It went, went quick, uh-huh. quick. They changed their outfits quick. It was back and forth and back and forth, and then it was over. My, hey, who who was the guy that came out and rapped for a little while in like a robot suit? Apparently, that- it wasn't Pitbull because that's who I thought it was, and that's not him. No, they're all they're, they were all very uh, Latino island centric folks. So yeah, probably not anybody that's on your radar. No offense, probably mm. not. I thought it was Bono. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, but it was an enjoyable was show. Yeah. I, I, I realized that I didn't know any of those songs, uh, but I do like the beams that are showing up today of everybody saying, yeah, uh, my wife was like, I'm the same age as her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're 43 and 50. There you have it. So let me just ask you this on the halftime show. If those two got in a fight, who would win? Oh, J-Lo. Without a doubt. Oh, I was going to say Shakira. I was going to say Shakira. Shakira's oh, tough. no. I think, I think J-Lo can kick ass. 
She's got and a she's lower got center a, of gravity, but yeah, Shakira's just, I think she's spidery, you know, those wiry guys who hate fighting. Yeah, she might get around quick and slap you, but if J-Lo gets one punch, she's going to take her out. It's just going to take uh, one heavy hit. I one heavy hit. I don't think Shakira can take a punch. Oh, you're, you're so wrong. You don't, know anything, <laughs> you don't know anything about Shakira. I know that she can, she can dance. She's, she's very fast and dancey. Uh, I do. I, as I was watching, because she did like the first half was all her, and I just looked at my wife and I was like, Maestro is loving this show. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, you always talk about how you love Shakira. All right. Uh, TV coverage of, of the game. You got any lukewarm takes about the TV coverage? Joe Buck and Flip Off! <laughs> I. I- I agree. I'm so sick of that guy. Not, like, so am I. Since night since 2016, I'm sick of him. That's all I got. Here, here's what I have. Right, so I watched a good three hours of Super Bowl pregame because I was visiting my dad and we watched TV together. It's what we do. Uh, so I get when you're doing that much pregame, not all of your segments are going to be winners. You're going to have right? some duds. There's going to be some. There's always a dud. You know, like going back to the time that CBS had like Tony Saragusa dress up like a mafia guy. Not good. And break down the game. Not good at all. The worst pregame bit involved Colin Cowherd, who's an idiot just in general. And like, uh, yes, I and he's he he's talking and he's doing like a fake dialogue between Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. You know how he does that. He'll be like, and then Tom Brady would say, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, what he has to say, the content of his message is garbage. It's ridiculous that they're giving him airtime. But then they tried to map Tom Brady's face and Jimmy Garoppolo's face onto him while he was doing it. And it just looked insanely creepy. <laughs> I got to you know? find that. Oh, my God. It was the worst thing. And, like, when it, when he turned into Garoppolo, his hair stayed white. But then, like, some facial hair showed up. And it was just – I was I was embarrassed – I was embarrassed for the producer of that segment, right? That that producer has to go, I, I can't let anyone know that my name is associated <laughs> with this. Uh, so that's what that's my lukewarm take on it. Yeah, we'll try. If, if, if I can find a link to it, we'll put it out on the Twitters this week as well. So we have a big week God, on the social. Really- you got a topless coach picture. We've got our Doritos commercial coming out. And we've got uh, this Colin Cowhorn. Damn. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. It's a big week for Instagram. All right. Last chance for anything lukewarm to say about the Super Bowl. Let's go Super Bowl. It was fun. Any uh, any predictions for next year? Mm, save that. Next year, right save now. Save it. Just pick. Just throw out a ch- right now. If you had fifty bucks to put on one team in Vegas to win it all next year, who would that be? This does not count for fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. The Baltimore Ravens. It's not a bad it's choice. A bad the Browns thing. are twenty-five to one. By the way, twenty-five to one for the Browns. I wonder if no. uh, if Brady goes back to New England, if they're going to be good. Uh, they're going to need to add nice a lot of pieces. Nice for who you putting your fifty bucks on? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with uh, yeah 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 uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. Well, great. Pick. I'm going to go with <laughs> I'm going to go with the uh, the Houston Oilers. Oh. <laughs> So for that to happen, the Titans are going to move back to Houston, change their name back to the Oilers. I love it. And Houston's going to have two teams. Oh, it's going to happen. So, all right. That's that's Super Bowl lukewarm takes. I hope you enjoyed them. 
you know, sometimes you just got to drink a cup of coffee when it's lukewarm. That's just how it is. That's uh, life, people. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. I can't do anything. The Super Bowl ends on Sunday, and we come out on Wednesday. What do you expect us to do? Special episode. Right, let's, let's do a little fun spot. Yeah. The fun spot. Shut up. <laughs> so longtime loyal listeners are going to wonder what the heck's going on when we're breaking down picks in the fun spot. And it's because the Super Bowl represented the final five points of season two. It was a 200 point season. Uh, it was coming down to the wire there between coach and myself for second place. Maestro well in the, in the lead for first place. Let me tell you how it went. First of all, our Super Bowl picks. If you picked Kansas City and the under and Pat Mahomes as MVP, you were winners. Coach got the plus one on the under, and Maestro and I both had the Kansas City and the Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Maestro, were you at all worrying? I, I was. I started rooting for San Francisco to like get a, a late touchdown and still lose the game because then then we would have hit that over too. I, you know, there was a while there where I thought San Francisco was going to run away with it. So I was. I think I even predicted it on our thread. I was like, this might be a big night for Coach, but yeah, because if if Jimmy scores on that goddamn drive and puts him up twenty seven to twenty four. And they win the game. I got, I got all three. I win. You got all three points. And if that guy catches, if that passes, ah, I would have gotten thirteen points. Thirteen points. That could have been a huge swing. <laughs> what? What is is Kittle's first name? George? Is it George Kittle? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Is is it? Has anybody yet come up with the nickname Kittles and Bits for him? <laughs> if they haven't, they should. Only when it gets out of the shower. (laughs) Snap. (laughs) Kittles and bits. Kittles and bits. Yeah, now here, if this if 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 our theory that NBC Sunday Night Football listens to our show and steals our segments is accurate, we will hear next year on NBC Sunday Night Football they'll call him Kittles and Bits. Yes, they will. I'm looking right now, I don't see it. It's not coming up. All right, guys. On our Super Bowl prop bets, we all went over two none of them came in i had thought heads on the coin flip it was tails i thought yellow gatorade it was orange maestro thought that anthem would go over two minutes it was about 150 decent job on the anthem uh doritos was not the first food commercial it was a snickers commercial maestro oddly enough once the game started tom brady was not mentioned they mentioned a commercial and he was mentioned all over before but never during the game I know that was tough for coach. And then uh, the dog over under, under three and a half dogs in commercials. Although the one commercial with the dog who had the cancer, that was yeah. pretty good. So there are only two, right? I came up way under. God damn it. Yeah. And uh, I, I am trying to book that dog from that commercial for future cancer questions. Ooh, good thing. Very compelling. <laughs> so I know uh, most of our listeners like the cancer question in August, but we're doing one. In February and the hundredth oh. episode, we're doing every single. Is this day. the one I steal? <laughs> Could it be? be? All right. So, and then finally, Coach and I had a ten-point <laughs> side bet on which the most yards. Travis Kelsey forty-three yards over George Kittle and Bits thirty-six yards. Coach loses ten points. Finishes season two eighty-four out of two hundred. 42%. Abysmal. That's abysmal. BMOC improves to 113 out of 20, 56.5%. Wow. That was huge. But Maestro cannot be stopped. 120 out of 200, 60%. 
in picks on the year. Well done. From one champion to Maestro another. Maestro is the champion. Coach, uh, coach at the end of season one caught Maestro on like the last week and won. Uh, Maestro, congratulations. You ran away with it this year. I, I, do you think he can keep no, it up? No, there's coach? no chance. No <laughs> chance. No chance. All right. Hitting 60% of your picks, what's it, what is the equivalent in the sporting world? Coach and I are giving Maestro some props by comparing it to real-life sports achievements. Well, 60% is a big number. Um, so I, I'm going to give you some names. Let's hear it. I love it. Jim Kelly. Nice. Rich Gannon. John yeah. Kitna. Jason yes. Campbell. Ooh. And Trent Green. Ooh. All had 60% but just a little higher. They were better than you, but below that, Steve McNair. People like... What are you talking, QB ratings? No, that's a percentage rating. 60%, and that's what you hit was 60%. So you're basically oh, in see. the same, almost as good... So Wait, speech. this is supposed to be props. You're almost, not, as, good. You're almost as good as Ryan Fitzpatrick. So loser. <laughs> Maestro comes in between McNair and Kitten. That's your props. <laughs> He's such a sore but loser. Under, oh my but God. just under Josh McNa- Josh McCown. So I mean, you've got something to shoot for. <laughs> well, let me say, let me put it in baseball well, terms. Coach, as a baseball guy, might understand sixty one hundred twenty out of two hundred is hitting six hundred. 600. The last time that happened was 1993, Ohio University intramural softball when Pete Brown hit 667 on the year. That is it's fucking unbelievable. unbelievable. People thought, even even being in those Hallett Heights, I also have Mark down here. Uh, one time, Dwight Howard was 21 of 39 of free throws in the game, and that's about 60%. That's pretty damn good. You guys suck. You guys suck. Here's the deal. Sixty uh, percent, one hundred and twenty out of two hundred. With the way we pick, is unbelievably phenomenal and stellar. So, props to you. But a repeat, there's no fucking way. I'm coming back next year with a vengeance. I mean, but two years really, I've dominated. I mean, you kind of had this flurry last year. It was out and out of left field. So you were like the Baltimore Ravens. You were great all regular season, but you lost in the Super Bowl. That's fine. This year, you held I on, and you won. I think you got lucky at the end. That's all. Oh, Dem's fighting words. So next year's really the call. Who can win it next year? Here, here's what, here's the thing. I I I admire that Maestro Maestro doesn't get flustered. He doesn't get he doesn't get goaded into emotional bets. He asks. He looks up the NBA G League teams and makes reasonable choices. He really does. He, he's like the, one of those coaches where you're like, he's patient. He sticks with his game plan, and that's what carried him. Yeah, this he year. really did. He didn't. Uh, he didn't stray from the stray from the running game. He didn't decide that just because the running game wasn't working on this town, he decided to run it three downs every time and it worked. I'm sorry, it did. It worked. And I'll tell you what, Maestro, so we're gonna close this segment. Coach and I are gonna start saying we're not worthy and then you launch right into the fun spot close, okay? Ready? We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Maestro with the Fun spot. Fun spot. You guys need to work on your props. They suck. <laughs> hey, everybody. Let's do a commercial break. Folks, this is Pete Brown, 1993 softball player at 667 in the Ohio University Intramural League, and I'm here to tell you about Hoopsters. 
It's the greatest basketball theme board game ever made. And you know what? You can buy one right now at hoopsters.store. Not right now, but probably by Wednesday we'll have that up and running. <laughs> Which will be when you listen to this. And here to tell you why Hoopsters is so great is 1993 softball teammate who hit 243, Matt Barlow. It's a game that you can learn in 30 seconds, play in 50 minutes, and love it for a lifetime. It's Hoopsters. Hoopsters.store. Hoopsters.store. All that's right. That's bad. Pull it long. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Pull it. Pull it. <laughs> <laughs> 99 episodes that, that the Hoopsters folks have been with us. God and awesome. uh, I, I'm happy to announce they're going to they're gonna sponsor our 100th episode, but I have not heard back about the 101st episode. What about, is there going to be a craft table? Are we going to get some refreshments this year for the big episode? <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, there'll be craft services right. for sure. All right, excellent. All right, let's do the second half, Maestro. time for the second half now usually we do picks in the second half but we're not doing picks this week we're waiting till episode 101 to kick that off so we are leading off with rants and corrections rants and corrections and i know coach has one he asked uh, that this get put on the show sheet coach let's go to you first i didn't see anything on the show sheet it's on there uh-oh. All right, so I know that this is lukewarm now because it's been out there for a while, but because of our show and the way we had it set up, I never really got a chance to speak to it properly. And that's those bastards in Houston in the Astros. And here's my problem. Yes, everybody's beat it to death. They they cheated and they've somewhat admitted it. I mean, Jose Altuve and Bergman at their little Astros Fest sounded like total douche canoes when they bounced around and said, we're going to be back in the World Series. And all that's fine. And people got fired, which I don't even know if the right people got fired yeah. because yeah. they can't fire the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's the problem I have with those bastards. Yes, sir. What's happened is their little fun game of stealing signs and cheating and and beating the shit out of the ball at home, they have destroyed and absolutely ruined marginal guys that have worked their ass off to get a chance or at least a cup of coffee in the league. And these guys come up there and they play them in Houston and they go, there's just follow Twitter. There's like six or seven instances where guys come up there, they get their one shot. They they go two thirds of an inning and, and their ERA is 86 because the Astros are beating the shit out of the ball. And these guys get sent down. And that's bullshit. And what's bullshit is the fact that all of these players that cheated their asses off, nothing's going to happen to them because MLB can't prove that they did it. Which, here's what I want. I want all of those guys in the Astros, I want them to get, the first time that they're up, for the first 60 games, I want them to get plunked every time. Their first time up, a pitcher plunks them. Because that's how pissed off and that's how angry the rest of the league should be. 60 plunks? 60 plunks, all of them get them. I don't even care if you're a rookie that is in the Houston system. If you step up to the plate, your first, your first at bat, we're plunking you. Get ready for it. An old school, an old school pelting, huh? Yeah. And I would, I would bring up some Palenka. I, my, if I were the other team, I'd bring up some guy, reward him to come up and get throw that first pitch and get kicked out. At least he gets a chance. Bring up that guy that's 38 that's never made the majors. Give him one chance to pitch. He's plunking a guy and then play the game. He could be a plunking specialist. He could be Jim Jim Plunkett. He could be Eric Plunk for all I know. He might still be able to pitch. 
It would be interesting if those guys just got shamed every time they got up, you know? Shame. Shame. I would love that. Shame. Shame. Cheating. Shame. Shame. Ooh, I, I, will, I will say this, Coach. Decent rant, first of all, and it is, it's is—it's a little lukewarm, but that's cool because uh, most of our baseball guys don't listen yeah. to the show. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. But here's the thing, and I don't know if you understand how baseball works. Have you ever coached it or looked into the rules? But but if I plunk, if I plunk the first nine batters, that means at least five of them are going to score. I don't care. Because they can't cheat anymore. They're not going to hit the ball like they did before, so we're good. So here's what I'm saying. I think Houston would be all down for this. No, so here, here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. The first time, at some point, you're going to plunk. Everybody gets plunked at some point. Let's put it this way. During the game, everybody's going to get plunked. I got gotcha. you. can't. Obviously, you can't do the first nine guys. Strategic plunking. Yeah, but I think everybody should be – I think they should be – don't dig in. Don't mm. ever dig in that box. If you're George Springer – it may not be the first at bat, but do not dig in because I'm coming high and tight. At some point, I'm plunking to you. I'm plunking it's you. Like the, it's like the slap bet from uh, How I Met Your Mother. It's coming. It's coming. You just don't oh, know yeah, when. That's right. It's coming. You just don't know That's, that's right. a fantastic comparison. Great. But, uh, I even get that one, Meister. Nice God, work. You just, you just said that's fantastic. Look who's going to be. You're here. He's going to be MVP of this episode just on that alone. Nice work, Meister. God damn it! Another win for him. All right, I, I know. I knew you had to get that out, Coach. I knew. I knew that you had something to say. I'll tell you what. I didn't think I had a rant, but I'm. I'm gonna bring it up anyway. Okay. I get Derek Jeter in the Hall of Fame, 396 out of 397 votes. That's true. But I'll tell you what. Look at the fucking numbers. Omar Vizquel should be in the fucking Hall of Fame. I'm with you. Uh, anybody who who says sorry, he was just good at defense, just. Did not see him play. He absolutely deserves to be there. So if you are the one voter who didn't vote for Derek Jeter, I expect you to vote for Omar Vizcal. Good time. Love it. You guys are such winners, right. but I'm with you. So do you, I got a question for you guys. Do you think uh, Roger Clemens or Barry Bonds are going to get in? Yeah. Yeah. Just I do. At some point, they're going to get in. I think. Yeah. I think Barry will get in first. And I know that sounds crazy, but I just think his numbers are just so ridiculous that they're gonna he's gonna get in. And then if it, if he does, then he'll break the wall, and then Roger will get in. Yeah. But it'll be a while. You got to remember, it's called the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Performance. You know, and right. the the thing that keeps you out of the Hall of Fame is being mean to writers. And as a writer, I fully support that. But like, it's not like <laughs> like I think people like lose sight of the fact that the Hall of Fame's not like something major league baseball runs or gets to do have anything to do no. with right it's the, it's the baseball writers of america and they're just like we get to choose yay yeah have you guys ever been to the baseball hall of fame i haven't maestro what do you think no where is it road trip cooperstown new york oh that's right you've done it no i no i, I think we i think we gotta I've go heard, oh, we gotta go i've heard cooperstown's really fun the fun place to go if you're a baseball guy we gotta go Baseball. I'm right in the van. All right. Right in the van. Good job. All righty. Uh, Maestro, do you have a rant and or a correction? I do not. Uh-huh. I just have one correction. Earlier I said after the halftime show, Maestro went into the bathroom for 10 minutes, and uh, I have a note here that it was actually only 30 seconds. So. <laughs> but a bump. All right. I'm not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's get Maestro laughing with a little trivia. 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 All right. Are you, are you guys ready for this? Are you guys ready for this? We're ready. Okay. Ready, ready, ready. Because I, I, I came up with this concept, and you know how much I love to come up with these trivia concepts. And in my head, uh, it sounds like it's going to be awesome. So if it doesn't play out, I'm sorry. Uh, now, so here's what we're going to do. I already heard you say something about the odds for next year, but that's what my trivia question is. Do you know all the odds? Okay. I just know the Browns. Okay. So that okay, so basically what I've done is in front of me, I have all of the odds for next year. So I'm not going to have you try to guess what all the odds are, but there are pockets where everybody – there's chunks where there's like seven teams that are all the same thing. So there are one, two, three, four – there are five zones that we're going to play in. So, pockets, pockets so, with chunks, so with chunks gonna, in it. We're going to start at the top, and there are three teams. So I'm going to tell you how many teams are in the pocket, and then before we do it, you guys are going to try to see how many you can get out of that pocket. But you only – okay? Yes. So the first pocket, there are three teams. They're at the top. So this is where they're at. They're right at the top. There are three teams that are seven to one. Can you name those teams? Somebody keep track. Kansas City, yep. San Francisco, Baltimore. That is correct. All three. That was a good one. So you got all three there. So I'm going to say um... – <laughs> Are you doing it together or are you doing it apart? What are you doing? Together, together, okay. of course. Right. So then here's the next – the next one is 25 to 1, and there are five teams that are 25 to 1. So these are not the next level, but this is probably – now you've got a 10 to 1, a 12 to 1, two 15 to 1s, an 18 to 1, and a 21. Now you've got five that are 25 to 1. Give me some teams. Uh, let's go uh, Let's go with the Steelers. Steelers are 25 to 1. Well done. Uh, the Browns. They are not. Not on this list. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Denver Broncos. They, that is incorrect. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee is on that list. 25 to really? 1. Really? Yeah. I thought they would have been higher since they just went so far. Houston? Yeah. Are they all at- Houston Texans? That is correct. So you've got three right now. I thought that's all. Right. Uh, so you're missing you're missing two. Oh, you, there's five teams here. Let's go, uh, there are the, five. let's go with the Colts. They are not on there. Not um, 25. So the, how about the Vikings? Vikings, yes, you have one more. And then I'll give you a hint if you want it. Vikings. How about uh San Francisco, or uh, I'm sorry, New Orleans. Nope, higher than they're ten is to it, one. Throw us a bone. Is it AFC or NFC? Uh, it is NFC, and I am going to say Chrissy Everett. The Rams. Yes, well done, Chrissy Everett. Do you remember the uh, Jim Rome when he called uh, Steve Everett Chrissy, and they got in a fight? No, you I don't. don't. Oh, damn. You did, right? That's how you got the reference, right? HRK, baby. Yeah. All right. So now the next. For the record, for the record, though, for the record, I'm, I'm against. Yes. I'm against insulting people by calling them girl names. Yeah, yeah, you uh, are. Agree. For the record, thank you. Go ahead, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got 30 to 1. There are five teams at 30 to 1. What do you got? Browns. Nope, they're forty to one. Um, thirty to one. So they're a little bit worse than the. How about the the Bengals? Wrong. 
No, they're the, way worse. The, the cults are the cults up there. The cults are worse. Are at? They are forty to one. Ooh. No, they're not sixty to one. Uh, let's or see. So these are, these are really like your second these or third place teams, ones. right? Um, like uh, the Bears, maybe Bears. Yes, the Bears were there. There is a playoff team from this year from the AFC that's in there. Um, Buffalo. Buffalo's in there. There is a team in there that uh, was in the Super Bowl two, three oh, the years Eagles. ago, maybe. Eagles. Nope. Four years um, ago, they lost to Tom. Uh, the Fal- Falcons. Falcons, yep. There is a team that's moved locations. Uh, two of them that the Ra- have moved locations. Raiders. Oh, the Ra- Raiders. Raiders are in there. And? Oh, oh, uh, the Raiders. Raiders. They moved locations. Uh, not nope. the Rams, the Char- Chargers. It's Chargers. All right. The Bolts. He got the Raiders. That's right. All right. So now, for the interest of time, we're just going to go to the bottom. There are three teams that are at the bottom. There are two that are 100 to 1, and there's one that's 125 to 1. Can you name – let's play it this way. I'm going to give you three guesses to try to get as many as possible, and there's only three. So you can either get them all. I'll give you four guesses. Well, Dolphins. It's for sure the Dolphins and the Bengals. All right, that's two. You got one more. You got to get one more. Uh, Detroit. Nope, that's one more guess. You got one oh, last one guess. One last guess. Who else was at the very bottom? Um. Come on. Uh, uh, Give us a bone. Is it AFC or NFC? Okay. N- NFC. Ooh, NFC. NFC. They have. Uh, they have a. They're probably oh, this is too easy. Uh, it's, I know, um, I know it is. They have a, they have, they have a. Who is it? It's the Redskins. Redskins, the yeah. Redskins, well done. Hundred to one. Dolphins are hundred to one. Redskins are hundred to one. Cincinnati, one twenty-five to one. Wow, that's horrible. Right. That's real horrible. There's only one place to go there. Yep. Straight up, baby. Straight up. Straight Especially up. if they that's got. Right. Uh, Joe Well, uh, nice little bit of trivia there, Coach. And by the way, it was 8-1 to that Coach's trivia would take us more than 12 minutes. You're all winners if you bet the over on that. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. All righty. So that's trivia. Oh, my gosh, Maestro. Guess what time it is. Two-minute drill. Excited for this one. I am. Uh, Okay. We're going to go Maestro Coach BMOC on this. Are you guys ready? All right, Maestro, it goes to you now. All right, the uh, first major in tennis wrapped up this week. The Australian Open, we had an American winner for the females. Uh, Sophia Kennan won her first major. And then Novak Dovacek won his 17th major. So he is creeping up. Nadal has 19 majors. Federer has 20. So I think Djokovic might be the man. Time, coach. My namesake, but much better at winning basketball games. Coach K lost his mind when the fans were screaming at Jeff Capel, a former coach and former player from Duke, saying, come join us on in the sidelines. And Coach K went over and yelled at him. He's like, he's one of us. He's one of us. I mean, it was a total old man moment. It was kind of weird, kind of funny, and it was kind of embarrassing. Coach K, stay on the sidelines. Did the did the crowd listen? Yeah, they were like scared of him because it was old man. He was screaming at him. It was weird. Sorry, Coach K. 
Sorry. All right, time. We're running way late tonight. I'll tell you what. I hate that bars can't advertise that they're having Super Bowl watch parties because the NFL's trademark Super Bowl. You NFL, come on, man. And in protest, I'm calling it the Booper Soul from now on. Time, maestro. So, uh, in case you guys were wor- were worried, the Flyers mascot Gritty was cleared of all uh, assault charges on a 13 year old. Apparently, what? happened in November. Uh, yeah, it was all it was all rubbish. Free Gritty hashtag. Free and on, gritty. on a related note, uh, two uh, goaltenders in the NHL got into a fight the other night. I love goaltending oh. fighters. I love that. Can we? Can you get that link? That's going out sure, on social. Find it. At Sport Wednesday, or at Sports Wednesday, depending on your social. Time, coach. I got two things to say. Nine days. It's nine days until pitchers and catchers show up in the wonderful warm sun of Arizona or Florida. I love it. I love baseball. (laughs) Surprise time. All right, I mentioned before Derek Jeter's Hall of Fame thing. Here's the thing. The Columbus baseball guy version of I saw Nirvana play at the Newport is I saw Jeter play at Cooper Stadium when he was here with the Clippers. Yes. We get it. We all saw him. All right. (laughs) Soup. Time. (laughs) Well, what do you guys think tonight? Over or under two minutes? And who wants to? We'll do it. Let's do, let's do a closest to the pin on this one tonight. Maestro? Uh, I'm going to go uh, 202. Three, not 397? Right. <laughs> I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go three minutes, four seconds. Uh, I'm going to give it to Coach. He's closest to the pin. It was two minutes, 38 seconds, <laughs> and four tenths of a second. Ah, yes! Not, not so hot on the two-minute drill. If, if we had to win that game, we would have run out of time a long time ago. Uh, before we go to the closing, though, guys, so as you know, I've moved my recording up to my at-college son's room, yes, which is next to my daughter's room, and she always complains and says that I wake her up yelling about soup, and I promised that I wouldn't. But I'll tell you what, every time I make soup, she doesn't eat the soup. And then she's like, and I'm like, eat the soup. I just made soup. There's plenty of soup. <laughs> I don't get it. What's a, what's a dad to do? What are you going to do? Two minute drill. <laughs> Thank you, my Or last chance. Coach is a tool. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. That was. Right. I love how chippy episode right. 99 has come. That bodes well for episode 100. By the way, remember, episode 100, tune in at about 9.50 p.m. Eastern Time next Monday, February 10th, for the two-minute drill live. Did you, next, did you say Monday? Monday. <laughs> and then on February 12th, Wednesday, February 12th, for the 100th episode, we're doing everything. Maestro Decides yes. comes back. We're doing... Uh, what hat are you wearing? We're doing D3 football mascots. We're doing, what else are we doing? Cancer question. Oh, I can't wait. We're doing Big Bucket of Carts. I can't, oh, and we're going to be there for it. We're going to be there. It's going to be great. Uh, that's that's next week. Lots lots to look forward to. Um, Meister, you got that guitar ready? Uh-huh. All righty. So that's our extra special 100th episode, one week hence, 9.50 p.m. on Monday night for the two-minute drill live. Be there. And uh, apologies to Tom Brady. We did not get him in this week. Petey, if you could – is he still on? 
he waits on the phone every week. He's he's a good guy. He's patient. Good guy. He's patient. That's all the all the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next. And on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everyone. Good times. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.